I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So buckle up! Happy Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. I don't know when you're listening to this, but here. Here, in our world. T- it is a Tuesday. Yeah, in <laughs> our world. It's always Tuesday. It's all, yeah. Oh, gosh. You know what? Tuesday is my favorite day of the week. You is know? it? Yeah. Yeah, tell me why. Okay. Monday is back to work. No mm-hmm. one likes that. Wednesday, hump day. Mm-hmm. Thursday, almost weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weekend. Yeah. Tuesday is the only day without a moniker. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So I like, I like, I mean, some people might say Booze Day Tuesday. Booze Day Tuesday. But I just think that Tuesday is like, I don't know, it's its own thing. Yeah, Tuesday. It has a vibe. Me, Tuesday for me is comfortable because like you spend Monday like getting back into the week. So Tuesday you're sort of settled back in and you're cruising. Mm. And then, I don't know about Wednesday, but then I also really like Thursdays for some reason. I think it's just because those are like Thurs- my designated days off. Thursdays have good vibes too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite month of the year? I really like May. I only recently decided. Why? Because um, I really like the weather. I really like that, like, full-on spring is here. Like, let's, like, hang out in the park and barbecue something weather. Okay. That isn't quite, like, summer heat yet. Yeah. And, like, it's still... But it's past, like, that beginning of spring, like, cloudiness that is, like, the end of winter weather bleeding into spring. Right. So I love that. And, like, I just, like... When you can, like, hang out with your friends. Yeah. And, yeah. like... Uh, like, a big part for me is, like, when can I drink my first iced coffee of the year? Oh. And, like, typically that happens around, like, March, April. But, like, by May, I'm, like, I am settled in my iced coffee groove. Like. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, by the time everyone's listening to this, it will be November. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I was thinking for a long time that October was my favorite month weather-wise. Mm-hmm. But November is my favorite month, like, spirit-wise. Yeah. You know, it just has, like, good vibes. But for whatever reason, global warming or New York being a swamp town, we haven't gotten the fall that we deserve. No. There was like a peak of it last week, and I was really, oh my god, I had one of those sensory moments where I was like, why can't it be this forever? It was like 55 degrees, light breeze, partly cloudy, leaves were kind of swirling around me, and then I turned the corner and someone was burning firewood. Like, that smell. And I was like, oh, yes, this smell. People at home can't see, but I'm, like, conjuring (laughs) something. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the double-double toil and trouble Yeah, but, oh, it was just, like, the most amazing smell and just, like, oh, it was all so sensory and delicious. Luckily for you, I think, like, that's the weather we're getting this week. Mm. Like, I want to say I looked at it today and it was, like, no more than like 70 degrees this week. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, it's funny because November used to be like a really shitty month for the Brodsky family. Why? Because that's just when all the family deaths happened. Oh, um, sad. Like, yeah, because one year it was my dad's mom. No, no, November. No, no, November. And then <laughs> one year, my freshman year of college, it was my dog and my grandma within like three weeks of each other. Aww. So that it's. Sucks. Uh, sorry, I bumped the table, but. Um, that sucks. But yeah, it does. Look. Um but like lately, knock. I'm gonna knock on not the table, but the knock floor. on wood. Yeah, knock on I'm the sure floor. I'm sure the neighbors love that. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're getting. I mean, it's 70 degrees right now. I'm definitely sweating. Although yeah. to be fair, I am also. See, I hit the table. Sorry, it's listeners. Banging episode. This is the banging episode. Yeah. yeah, get it. Um, I 
it's like 70 degrees and I'm mm-hmm. sweating and then I'll be like why am I sweating like it's a light breeze it's 70 degrees there's no sunshine out it's gonna mm-hmm. pour rain later today yeah but it's because I'm waist training she's back she's back honey and dedicated listeners of the show will know that I have been doing this a very long time yeah, it's been a journey yeah but it works I mean it really works I feel like I feel like the Barbie version of myself. You look like the Barbie version of yourself. Thanks. In a good way. Like, I say that, like, in a, in a body positive way. And you're the Ken doll of my dreams. Exactly. The banging episode, yeah, I, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I went to college with a guy who looked like a Ken doll. Oh, really? And it was weird. I mean, that's pretty much my entire collegiate experience. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone was that gorgeous. Um, well, on that depressing note, <laughs> should we get into the thing that happened? Might this as week? well. well I might as well. Okay, yes. let's be really enthusiastic this time. Okay. The, the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. See, I like that a lot better. Okay. The clap was very loud, though. It, it, might, was. Have to, it might have to edit that down. Yeah. Okay, theme music. Why don't you go first this time? Because I went first last, maybe the last couple times. But oh, go, no. go, 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 okay, go. Okay, okay, okay. It's my turn. Yes. This is so stupid, but you'll know why it's great. This week, I watched Shark Tank. Okay. Shark Tank. <laughs> I have been a longtime fan of this program. Yeah. But it's always like on in the background or like I'll watch it when there's nothing else on. But this week, I made a concerted effort to watch Shark Tank. Okay. For those that don't know, Shark Tank is a show where where entrepreneurs and inventors will bring an idea or a product into the quote-unquote Shark Tank. Now, the British version of this show is called Dragon's Lair. Really? Which sounds way more fun. It does. They bring it into the Shark Tank where there's like these famous people like Barbara Corcoran, Laurie Grenier, uh, who else? Roger, Robert Herjavec, Mark Cuban, uh, uh, Kevin, Mr. Wonderful... So there's a bunch of these people there, right? Wait, Mr. Wonderful? Yeah, he calls himself Mr. Wonderful. Uh, go on. Because he makes wonderful things happen. Okay, cool, yeah. fine. His name's Kevin Malone? Kevin, I don't know, I just know him as Mr. Mr. Wonderful. wonderful. Kevin... Carry on. Kevin, Kevin, I, I don't know. Anyway, he's Mr. Wonderful. Sure. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. 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 Um, so anyway, all these people are there. They're the sharks, and they are investing their own money into other people, like to back other people's projects. But in return for the money they're giving, they get a percentage of the business. Mm -hmm. And so that is what makes the evaluation. So if you are a shark and I say, hello, Ian, Uh, I am here with my uh, product, the the slinky necklace. And um, I am, it's such an incredible product that I believe it is worth your time and money. I am seeking $100,000 for 10% of my company. That means that I value my company at a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. I think that the Slinky Necklace is a million dollar product. This episode brought to you by, by the, the Slinky, Slinky necklace. necklace. Yeah. Which actually sounds amazing, right? It'd be like a giant, like, you know, like that barbed wire that is like in a curly cue on the top of jail fences? Yeah. Like that. Okay. But without the spikies. It would sure. just be one giant turtle neck of a, yeah. of a Slinky. When we, when we get to the point where we have to do merch, we'll definitely include that. <laughs> The slinky necklaces merch, I would die. Right. The reason that this is my thing that happened this week is because this show has somehow transitioned from background TV to like primetime ferocious TV. 
Uh-huh. And I don't know when it happened, but I'm watching the ninth season being like, okay, so they've done like 150 like billion dollars in deals. Yeah. And they moved from a Friday night slot on ABC, like Friday nights at 8, to Sunday nights at 9, which used to be Extreme Makeover Home Edition slot. And mm. you know what happens to reality TV shows on Sunday nights. I mean, they blow up. Yeah. The thing about Shark Tank is it already blew up. It was already famous. It was super famous in a time slot that no one's home for. Mm-hmm. But somehow it became a phenomenon. I mean, it's crazy. So this season, the reason that I think that it really has like, I don't know, recaptured my attention is because this season, in the fifth rotating chair every week, they have another celebrity entrepreneur investor. Ooh. So they'll switch out someone and bring in Richard Branson or Alex Rodriguez or like, it's it's crazy. Wow. It's, so I'm watching it being like, this is, and, and they will bring products and apps and ideas and whatever, businesses, that are related to the, the fifth chair. So like one guy brought this idea for like outdoor camping gear that like instead of sleeping in a tent on the ground, it like elevates the tent off the ground and you're like hammock within. Mm-hmm. And Richard Branson was there and he owns a private island and camps for a living. And so he got a deal, you know, cool. And last night I was watching an episode where one of the Gronkowski brothers, which all of them are professional athletes in in different arenas, made like a insulated, doesn't sweat, doesn't condense on your hand bottle called the Mm. ice shaker for like protein shakes, right? And, uh, And there's always like a gimmick, like... The Gronkowski brothers played a game of flip cup with the Sharks mm. to like get the deal. Huh. Yeah, and it's it's like and it's don't, they don't have to do that, but like that was the way that they like wanted to present their product is like we're fun, we're the Gronks, whatever. Yeah. And then they got a combo deal between Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavs, mm-hmm. and Alex Rodriguez, I mean, famous former, you know, Yankee Yankee, Yankee and just all-around wonderful guy. Um so, all that being said, I don't know what there is to hash out about this, but, like, Shark Tank was, like, a very central part of my week. I mean, it is, like, an American treasure. Yes! Like... In I, the like, worst possible way. Like, it's really just a... It, it's... There's nothing about it. It's, yeah, it's just, like... That, like... It's just capitalism on TV. Yeah! <laughs> um, which I guess is like, I mean, you know, and they talk a lot on the show about the American dream. Yeah. But I mean, these people are really living the American yeah. dream. It's not like the Starbucks guy from last week. Uh, no, yes. Like, yeah. it's not like, it's not like the Starbucks American dream that we hashed out last week. This is like, hey, we're already. Was, when was that? Was that? I, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. My bad. Yeah. This is already like already well off people just make making a new product right yeah but it's crazy like there will be products that debut on the tv show and then obviously they sell out immediately because the tv show is you know massive it's yeah. massive yeah um but they'll make like one product that laurie grenier invested in mm-hmm. took it on qvc the day because she runs like qvc mm-hmm. she took it on qvc the day after the shark tank like debut of the yeah. product it obviously sold out. She sold $75 million of product in Holy four days. Shit. 
And that woman had been like in debt for like 10 years. Oh my God. Trying to like develop this thing and like get patents. First off, patents. Okay. Patents are crazy. Patents cost $10,000 a piece. Yeah. And you have to have one for the idea. You have to have one for the copyright. You have to have one for the trademark. You have to have one for the product itself. You have to have one for the proprietary reason your product is different than the lookalike. Yeah. I mean, there's like patents on patents on patents. And these people have spent tens of thousands of dollars just making sure no one steals their Their idea idea. before they even build it. Right. It's insane. It's insane to me. So like, I don't know. Like... And so someone will have gone to that length of trouble and then they come on the TV show and may or may not get a deal and more often than not, they don't. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy. Yeah. Have you ever considered going on it? Because you're someone with plenty of business ideas. I mean, I did at one time and it was my thing that happened this week, like a year ago. I did have an app in development at Mm -hmm. one time and... It's a great idea, but having watched this show, see the thing about Shark Tank, you don't have to be a mathematician or an entrepreneur to understand when an evaluation is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when someone has truly overvalued or rarely undervalued their business. Yeah. And I also know from watching the show that my idea for my app is not investable at this point because I haven't run a beta on it. Sure. You have to have, you have to be beyond prototype, okay. but before launch for them to really make your app oh, something. funny. But, but it's different. Like if you, if you have an itemizable product, mm-hmm. like there was a woman on recently that made a hairbrush out of like pillow pet plush mm. toys with like a hairbrush, just to, like a cute kid's hairbrush. Like you have to have the product like already in shelves. You yeah. already have to have done some door to door work. See. You have to like... That product is now viable for the market because it's already proven itself in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh my God, there was a girl on too. This is the other thing too, is like the idea that is craziest is the one that works. Like the biggest sale of all time on the show were these guys who had built this software that can real time translate any language ever spoken. Amazing. And they made a deal with like all five sharks. Wow, what? For, for like a hundred million dollars. It was crazy. It was abs- It was insane. Because... I mean, it's a brilliant idea. Because imagine that you could teleconference with any country in the world and be hearing a translation back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. That's insane. But, I love that. But then the one that has been most profitable since the deal on the show is something called Tipsy Elves. It's just a Christmas party where these guys dressed as elves bring... It's just a boozy party. It's just a corporate event. Okay. Right? It's so crazy. And that's been like the most successful deal or like... The one that's made the most money since being on the show. Okay. Another one that made a lot of money, which you've probably heard of, is Potato Parcel. It's these guys who write messages on potatoes and will mail them for you. Yeah. Stupid. Holy crap. Just insane. There was a girl on in one of the most recent episodes where she had made dessert hummus. Like, still made out of chickpeas, Ooh. but just, like, flavored with chocolate and mint and all. That's fascinating. I need to check that out, Exactly. Then. And she had already sold a million dollars worth of product and came to the sharks because she just doesn't have inventory. Like, sometimes Ooh. the simplest need is what they're asking for money yeah. for. Yeah. So, anyway, this, I mean, huh. this, this is the stupidest thing that happened this week, but I can't stop thinking about the show. I was literally up all night the other night having a in and out awake and asleep dream about me presenting on the show and not getting a deal that is 
I mean, that's kind of hilarious. It's making me crazy. <laughs> it's the show. Wow. The show yeah, is the making show me is... crazy. <laughs> it's all I can think about. Ian's laughing at me. I'm like, I, I don't like. I don't fully know how to respond to this. It's hilarious, but it's also like I'm also like, are you okay? It's just, I, I'm just like, and I'm sorry. I'm like talking your ear off. No, I'm, no, I'm it's so- great. Like, no, I'm sorry, listeners. I've been like rambling on with like very little point to this, but it's like. I, I guess it's just like my most zeitgeisty thing I can have. Sure. Right? It's just like something yeah. of the moment that I can't stop thinking about. Well, and it's funny because like it's it's funny that it's happening now because this is a show that's been on for nearly a decade and it is such like an American cornerstone cornerstone of like reality TV. It is. Yeah. And like I don't know like maybe cuz like we're in our mid 20s and we're like, "Oh, business ideas that like right. that's now appealing." But it's so, like, that's just so interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, it's more... now standing out more and more and more for, yes. like, people like us. That's the truth. I mean, the more that I think about, you know, the app idea that I have, it's just like, where am I going to get $150,000 to build the thing? Yeah. And at least $20,000 to make sure no one steals the idea. Yeah. And when we were presenting it, me and my friend Jenna were, were, were co-building the, the project, like, a year ago. Every app developer we talked to was like, look, this is the best idea we've ever heard of, mm-hmm. but like you're going to have to front the cost of making yeah, it. Yeah, which is... They're, and, and they call it a friends and family round, where you go out and you ask people closest to you to give you money to build this mm-hmm. thing, and then they own a small percentage of your company. And then after friends and family is when you go on a show like Shark Tank, and I mean, can you imagine how many submissions they get a year? Oh, Yeah. And it's so crazy to me, just like, it kind of blows up my head, the idea that not everything has been invented yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, How there's crazy still, is that? Yeah, there's like still, we live in a world where like, there's still billions of things that haven't been thought right? of. Right? Like. <laughs> Question, because I feel like you would know this answer. Is there a device for clipping your finger and toenails that keeps it from like, spraying everywhere is there from the nail from the nail going elsewhere yeah i don't know but i bet you i like i'm happy it exists i'm I'm sure that exists but like the other night see this is the thing that this show makes me think of just like that idea i was laying in bed i was thinking about how we host a christmas party every year Mm -hmm. it's only a couple months until our christmas party yeah and how we we got a i got a rug in our apartment that i've been trying to keep clean for like ever and because it has white sections. And it's like not going amazingly well. But if we let people come into our house with their shoes on, then it's going to get all fucked up. Yeah. So I'm laying in bed, right? It's like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm thinking about this thing with the rug two months from now. Right? Yeah. Because Shark Tank has made me a crazy person. Exactly. It's made me a crazy person. And I'm thinking, well, there's got to be something that exists that's like a giant... You know like shower caps for your hair? Yeah. That's like a giant stretch across the carpet one right sure i haven't looked it up but i bet you it exists let's find out because i'm not gonna ask my friends to take off their shoes and pile them up at our front door when there's like 40 people in our apartment that's crazy yes and so that I have being to said find i've a... seen it done before like I mean, not I... that not that it's cool but like i've seen it done before but i mean i we don't have the room to make that shoe pile no no so i have to find out if that exists if it doesn't i'm gonna make it you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like a protective, like a it, carpet sham. It's just a drop. It's a drop cloth for yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But anyway, yeah, Shark Tank's made me crazy. That's cool. That's fine. 
and uh, I will probably continue to watch it. Please and do. Get more and more frustrated. <laughs> it's also it's just like an unhealthy obsession. Like I don't know why because it's making me crazy. And when did this start? This started like well, it was this week that like you sort of like realized that it's making you crazy. Well, I, I've but... been watching this show for five or six years. Yeah, but I really started getting freaked out about it maybe like five days ago okay like that's all, when it made it's like all i can think about yeah like sunday night i was i was like watching it on hulu and then i realized the new episode was about to air live so then i switched over to abc.com i'm like a crazy person i'm a crazy person i love it <laughs> that's the thing that happened this week is i've gone insane <laughs> i feel i've definitely done that with some shows like <laughs> i forget i think like when i started watching american horror story it was one of those things mm. where it's like Oh, oh, and the and the new season is on as we speak. Let me check that out at the same time. Yes. But how? What does it all mean? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry. I yawned, not because I'm disinterested, but because I've clearly lost sleep over Shark Tank. Yes, it's a thing. <laughs> I really have lost sleep over Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I literally. This is such a nightmare. I really have to stop watching this show. <laughs> All right, enough about me. Okay. Ian, what happened to you this week? Ooh, um, mine, is, mine is also pretty simple, but for some reason like has like grown in my mind into this huge thing. So Damien Rice is like not a new musician by any means. Yeah, but um, he's disappeared. He's disappeared. Um, and so like I, what I'll do like in the morning, like at work is I will, like I have the opportunity to like plug in my headphones and sort of listen to whatever I want while I'm counting, while I'm doing inventory stuff. Okay. So one day, like, one day I was just going through, like, those stations that you can make, because on Apple Music you can make almost like a Pandora station. Right. Um, and this one song by Damien Rice came up, and it's from his most recent album from 2014. And I immediately, like, this sounds so friggin' cheesy, but I was swept away by this song. That was so simple and so beautiful and eight minutes long. And I am... His songs range from six and a half to 15 minutes. Exactly. (laughs) Like, and, like, I'm obsessed with this song. And, like, Mm -hmm. it is absolutely beautiful. Like, just listening to it, it is very simply structured. Like, it's maybe three to four chords. Claire is yawning because she lost sleep over Shark Tank. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. No, I I don't take it personally. I'm so sorry. No, but, um, Maybe we should pause for a second and tell people who Damien Rice is. Yeah, and like I don't know if I can fully explain it like like properly, but like he is a musician. Um, he's a guitarist. He's and a singer. guitarist and singer, and like he is, he's Irish, so like he is along sort of the same vibe as someone like Glenn Hansard. Um, but like who, sadder. Yeah, it's like he's always in a blue period. Exactly, because all of his songs are very ballady. Yeah, but it's even more than ballady. It's almost like chanting. Like there's just You think so? I mean, I have like I don't have the widest range of knowledge of his discography. The the album he became famous for is called O. Mm-hmm. And it came out in I want to say like 2004. Yeah. 2003 maybe. And O is like a giant I don't even know what it is. It's like looking in on the saddest, most depressed person's brain with like 
quirky undertones of like random thoughts. Like yeah. the two biggest songs from that album are called Eskimo and Cannonball. And Cannonball, the hook of Cannonball is it's not hard to fall when you float like a cannonball. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. And then Eskimo is like this person talking to themselves about how lonely they are. And then I look to my Eskimo friend, meaning like a voice he hears in his head, like an okay. imaginary friend. Sure. And it's just like this weird, like I call it chanting because it's like, because I look to my Eskimo friend. Yeah. And he sings that for 10 minutes. It's kind of, it's kind of like, not Irish drinking songy, but like it has that like, like it a lilt. That lilty feeling, yeah. yeah. But like, can you imagine listening to, and I look to my Eskimo friend. Yes, I can, because that's the I shit I love. I look to my, and he just does it for like minutes on end. So anyway, he's very, very, very talented, but mm-hmm. does something singularly him. Yeah, which I absolutely love, that I've only discovered in the past week. Okay. So. So, a song came on. Yeah. Swept away. Which swept me away, and I've been obsessed with it since. And, like, if you follow me on Instagram, I did a little, like, segment of it because I went home that night. I learned it on guitar. And, like, I just sort of, like, sat in that, like, for, like, a good hour, just, like, listening to the song and, like, playing it on my own. And, like, it's it's a very simple song. It's only, like, four chords, but, like, it's... Like, those are some of my favorite songs are just the ones that are, like super simple and like i'm someone who loves very like interesting sounding music and like chord progressions that sort of like are all over the map but like this very beautiful like it's long but this very beautiful but little like irish song is just like not left me this week great and i am obsessed like i absolutely fucking love it i love that yeah what's the song called it's called um, Trusty and True. Okay. And it's off his most recent album. I forget what it's called, but yeah, so that's what I've been like. I've just sort of been stewing on that. And that's great. Really like loving it because I've been thinking so much about like how much I do love music and making music. So yeah, it's like that's kind of helped re-inspire me in a certain way that like it's like, and, like made me pick up my guitar and like get a little better at it. Totally. So, yeah. Are you the kind of person that when you hear this song four or five years from now, you'll be thinking back to this week? Like, are you one of those people that can, like, jump back to a time when that was the song of the moment? Yeah. Um, yes. And it's funny you said that because I get that way with my iPhone alarms. Like, cer- Really? Like, certain iPhone alarms, like, remind me of, like, different, like, periods. There is one. You know the one that's set standard... Yeah. Uh, what, how does the it go? The marimba one? No. <laughs> no. But is it, here, pull them up, pull them up, pull them up. This can be the first tangent. Right. Um, it's probably under classic. Oh, classic. Okay. No! That used to be my dad's text tone. That's a pretty classic one. I... It, well, that's the ringing one, but what yeah. is the old one? Nope. Wait, let me see. Hold on. It might be marimba. I don't... Maybe it is. 
But it's, um, anyway, it like throws me back to my dorm room at my old college Mm -hmm. before I went to Elon. And my old roommate used to set it. And then she'd be like, Claire, it's seven. And I'd be like, I don't have class. Like, why do you keep telling me it's seven, Keely? Keely was a bitch. Oh, man. Yeah, she was a nightmare. I was like, why are you, why, why, (laughs) why? Oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. No. But. That does kind of sound like someone's tiptoeing. It does. <laughs> um, oh, that is a harp. That is, in fact, a harp. <laughs> um, this is the one that I use. And. Ugh. How and, annoying. Oh, no, I love it. I absolutely love it. And that was my alarm for when I studied abroad in London every day. Actually, my alarms that I love are on this app called um, Sleep Cycle. Yeah. It's, uh, it like matches circadian rhythm and like wakes you up within half an hour of like the highest point of your sleep. Okay. Listen to these alarms. They're so nice. Here's another one. Sounds like a Damien Rice song. Are they kind of, it does. This one's good too. Can you imagine waking up to that? Like, oh, yes. The also sun. sounds like a Damien Rice song. This one's called Sunrise. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds, yeah. That oh, sounds this like one's a... really sad, though. This is the sad one for me. Yeah, that's really fucking sad. It's really sad. Wait, where's another one that really gets me? <laughs> Wait, that's not the one. Oh, this one. Oh, no. This one. Oh. These sound like TV show themes. They really do. They really do. Coming this spring from Fox. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like something about, like, it sounds like it could have been the Bones theme song. (laughs) The Bones theme song. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about alarms. I'll edit that together so it's not as irritating. But uh, thus ended yeah, the, the first, first tangent. tangent. Yeah. Um, so like that's really like that's really it. Like my thing was like I like re became obsessed with music and like something just like a piece of music like got to my like impenetrable like shield around my heart. So. Well, I feel like Damien Rice is not as current as he could be. So if you reached out to him, I bet he would be like, oh, someone's listening, right? <laughs> well, because I mean, like I love Glenn Hansard, and like that's what led me to him. And Glenn Hansard is like he has a new album coming out soon, so like that's that's very exciting. But you and all those Irishmen, I know, right? Yeah, top of the iron and tool, yeah. I mean, some people do sound some like people, that, but yeah, they're not as excited as I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, great. Here's to Damien Rice. Yeah, Damien, drop my phone in a lake, Rice. <laughs> yep. Quiz time. Well, oh, quiz time, yes. yes. I was like, who's Chris time? Chris Pine? Chris Pine? Chris Pine. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it. Chris Pine? It's the Chris Pine quiz time. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> All right. What are you obsessed with this week? Well, clearly Shark Tank. Of co- yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was, a, that was in this week. That was a dumb question this week. I am obsessed with getting my nails back to strength. Like, I spend so much time 
using fake nails and getting manicures and giving myself manicures that then once I leave them naked they're just very weak and like broken and I don't know so I've just been trying to be sweet to them and like you know like clean up my cuticles mm-hmm. and like stop picking at them Ian will tell you that I spend most of the time here at the podcast just picking at my fingers yeah because I get nervous I don't know it's like a nervous thing yeah. um but I'm like trying to like file them into the shape I want them to grow into. Okay. It just takes a lot more effort than you'd think. <laughs> so that's what I'm obsessed with. Cool. Uh, would you rather... Mm. Mm, oh, would you rather smell nothing but gasoline for the rest of your life? Whoa. Or nothing but burnt hair for the rest of your life? Does it kill brain cells? I don't... No, no. In this case, it, you would be immune to it killing brain cells. Gasoline. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, totally. Because burn hair, I just immediately associate with like so many horrible mornings. Oh. <laughs> like, and gasoline smells wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so that. Sure. Sure. Um, what are you watching slash listening to? Well, there's a little show called Shark Tank. Well, okay, sorry. <laughs> that feel, part of me feels like an idiot for asking that. <laughs> What are you What are you listening to? Well, well, I'm also watching a Great British Bake Off Masterclass, mm. which I didn't know existed until recently. But I remember the Great British Bake Off might have been my thing that happened this week, this time last year. It's just a really yeah. wonderfully comforting show, and Masterclass takes you back through a retrospective of the season with the challenges they did and how they could have like best been executed at home. Hmm. Yeah, which is cool. And I really like Mary Barry and Paul Hollywood. Ooh, yeah, nice. Paul Hollywood and his soggy bottom, honey. He is so <laughs> hot. Um, and I am listening to a lot of Gilmore guys. I'm like jumping around in their show and just like discovered a bunch of really wonderful moments that like mm. I didn't even know to ask Kevin about when he was on our show. Right. Like uh, there was a proposal at one of their live shows. Like just, oh. yeah, just like something that I was like, wow, it's really wonderful to listen to. And then I went to the video cast and watched it again. <laughs> nice. Um, a lot of NPR politics, NPR, it's been a minute. Um, and, uh, I felt like there was something else I was listening to. Oh, I just rediscovered that, uh, uh, breathe song by, um, Michelle Branch. I love Michelle Branch. I'm, I'm not I'm, even going to lie. I think I'm going to audition with it. Yes. Yeah, because it's really like, that I should stay because I don't want to waste my life. Yeah. It's like kind of high and up Yeah. There. Saying things we never meant to say. Yeah. It's like a pretty great song. Yeah, the chorus yeah. itself. If I just breathe Yeah, you can audition with it too. I know, right? <laughs> well, you should. I will. Okay. <laughs> Um, Good so, talk. So that is that. All right. Last person you texted, uh, aside from me, no cheating. The last person I texted was my dear friend, Victoria Chapa. She is new to the city and um, is just kind of like working through that natural, horrible New York transition. Mm. And so uh, she and I were texting about, you know, one of her exes just got engaged. That's, you know, a, a thing. thing. Um, but also, like, she looks to me for advice on babysitting, as I am a professional babysitter. Yes. And um, a kid bit her. Like, it's just, we've just been texting about just, like, all New York horrible incidents that somehow, like, happened to the best of us and the rest of us. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, final question. <laughs> I don't know why I blacked out there. Um, <laughs> final question. Yeah. Uh, one person, alive or dead, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. Well, since I'm on Shark Tank, I'll just do it. I would like to wish well 
uh, Alex Rodriguez. Mm. I am a huge Boston Red Sox fan. And so it is a big fucking deal that I would ever do this. For those that don't know. I had no idea you were a Boston Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Big, Oof. big fan. And uh, Poppy for life. Poppy. <laughs> Poppy all the way. Um, <laughs> A-Rod is, I mean, no question, no matter how much our fandom hates him, he is an incredible baseball player. He was very gracious about his uh, steroid use. And I think he really came back from scandal in a wonderful way. He now has a beautiful relationship with Jennifer Lopez. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And they're okay. called J-Rod. Isn't that the best That's couple name? J-Rod. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. And they're both native New Yorkers. And they both have yeah. Hispanic American backgrounds. And I just, I love that about him. But when I watched him on Shark Tank, there was a guy who was Dominican on the show who had moved there to, like, present to them on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And... Alex Rodriguez was just so gracious and kind with this guy and like just tells him how proud he is of him like they're brothers or something and it was just like a really touching wonderful thing to see and it really gave as someone who like has been raised to hate this guy a new (laughs) a new perspective on just like I think our fandoms make us irrationally crazy sometimes yeah yeah like crazy no kidding and um and I think sometimes like we're so true to the fandom that we can't see beyond the rivalry. Oh yeah. And it was really like and I mean thank God for Shark Tank because this never would have happened without Shark Tank. I I saw I don't know. I just saw a side of somebody that like I had no interest in knowing more about and uh learned that now I I want to know a lot more about him. So, yeah, I wish you well, Alex Rodriguez. So funny because, like, <laughs> I come from a Yankees family. I know. That's why we've never talked about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I love you, Poppy. Okay. <laughs> Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this The week? Yankees. No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, what I'm actually obsessed with is probably going to come bite me in the ass anytime soon. Oh, no. Because I'm kind of obsessed with, like, social media stalking people that I only half know. Oh. Like, new people at creepy work. Creepy not creepy? I don't know. New people at work are, like, um, I'm working with this cast of, like, what people that I don't... listen to this, Ian? I know! Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to, like, deny it, though. Like, <laughs> like I'm... That's, that's just because I'm a good friend. Um... You are creepy. I know. I'm just and, kidding. Well, also, like, I've we been... We all do this. I, we all do this, but, like, because I've been around so many, like, new people in the past, like, week or two weeks, I'm like, who's this person? Who's this person? Ooh, who's this person? Who's this person? <laughs> what are you What about? is this person? Um, yeah, so I've been doing that, like, um, it's that, like... Okay. I'm hoping it's not creepy. I'm, like, it's just, like, I'm hoping it's more just, like... Who are you? Are we going to get along? Huh. Okay. Yeah, like, I found out one person, like, a newer person that has come, like, into, like, has crossed my path recently is at least Facebook friends with an ex-girlfriend hmm. from, like, five years ago, so I'm like... So they probably fucked. So, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to have to be like, we're going to need to talk, but, or, like, we're, I don't know. More often than not, I find that if there's, like, a weird, uh connection like that they're like oh yeah i i met them through a mutual friend right? five years ago yeah and I, I just am never defriended them exactly yeah, yeah it's uh-huh. always like that. it is now that you say that like 
But in your so case, they definitely fucked. They they definitely fucked. <laughs> they fucked. All right, question number two. Would you rather wear outfits made of glass every day for the rest of your life or outfits made of aluminum for the rest of your life? Hmm. Tin man or glass houses? Hmm. Um, I think I would do aluminum. Okay, don't microwave yourself. No, I don't. Well, I don't have a microwave, so. Um, but you're just making yourself one giant antenna. That's true, but I don't know if I trust glass. Well, it's more that you don't trust yourself to not trip and fall. I, exactly, which if you know me, <laughs> like, I trip and fall just trying to walk in a straight line. I know, I trip and fall on like, nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, weird. I, I don't take stairs a lot of the time because I know I'm going to trip up the stairs. Okay. So, like... And I've eaten shit so many times just on the stairs alone, so I would still go aluminum. Can I take a third tangent? Yeah. Did you know that the guy who was originally cast as the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz had to quit the film because... You know this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those at home, he had to quit the film because of the gray paint that they were painting on him was lead-based, and he got sick and, like, almost died. Yeah. From... The, like, Tin Man makeup. Exactly. And then when he had to, like, quit the project and another guy got hired, um, they, like, had changed the paint and the second guy didn't get sick. It's so That's, shitty. Yeah. It's so shitty. Was that our second tangent? That was our third. What, wait, what was our second tangent? Our second tangent was uh, alarms, wasn't it? Then what was the first tangent? Was it alarms? I think that, I think it was alarms. What was the second one? I don't think we had a second one. No, I think we did. Well, thus endeth a tangent. Uh, that's, yeah. Question anyway. number three... What are you watching slash listening to? I've been doing a really good job of keeping up with, like, things that are currently on. Okay. So I've been ca- I'm caught up on Riverdale. I'm caught up on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm caught up on Superstore. Um, I'm watching BoJack Horseman now, so I'm, like, almost done with this current season. Great. Um, and then, like, the Crooked Media Empire has been pretty on point lately because they've had, like, their live shows um, going on. Oh, I thought you just meant the crooked media. No, no, like <laughs> like Pod Save America, Pod Save the People, etc. Okay, cetera. great. Um, love it or leave it. And um, fake been, news, fake news. And I've been catching up on uh, Nerdist because he's had some really amazing interviews with Taron Killam, who like that interview on Nerdist popped up like the day after you were talking about listening to the one his interview on uh, It's Been a Minute, right? Um, so that um, he has this great interview with Whitney Cummings. Um. Yeah, so I've been that. I've been listening to those. Amazing. Yeah. Question number four, the last person you texted that wasn't me and you can't look. Um, it was my friend Teresa, who's our director on Nutcracker. Great. Um, we had a big old production meeting last night, so uh, we're just diving in. You know it means business when you preface anything with big ol'. It, you're right. It was a big ol' big production, production meeting. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like, That's great. Yeah, it, it was fun. And question number five, our favorite of this week and every week, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know, who you would like to wish well mm. to D, mm. this Tuesday. Mm. Tuesday. Huh. This Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> um, oof. You know what? I'm going to do a weird one. Sure. I'm going to wish, I'm gonna only going to give her, I'm only going to call her by her first name. Her name is Deb. Hey, Deb. Um, I'm gonna wish her well because she is someone that I worked with years ago on one of like the very few like one of the few props jobs I ever took. Okay. And made my life fucking miserable. Aww. Made my life so goddamn miserable. Yet I'm still on her email newsletters for some reason. <laughs> so I'm gonna wish you well because I just hope that wherever you are, 
You are enjoying yourself. And you are less stressed. And you are less stressed. <laughs> All right. Well, Ian Brodsky, where can people find you on social media? Uh, find me at ibrosky on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm like trying to like make an effort with it. So okay. like help me out, guys. Um, I'm at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Um, yeah, and I've had some fun updates lately. So check Good those thing. out. What about you, Claire? At Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, and on Facebook slash Julia Claire Manship. The show is at This Week's Thing, uh, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, hashtag This Week's Thing. Um, at This Week's Thing is yeah. our handle on everything, and uh, thisweeksthing.com is our web seat. Yeah. If you need to find a web seat. The web seat. The web seat, my wife. <laughs> And make sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe to the show. Ratings are very important to us. Thank yeah. you for all the new five-star ratings. We got a few new ones. Ooh, fun. Very exciting. And uh, I guess that's it, yeah? I guess that's it. Okay. Until next week, mm-hmm. I'm Ian Brodsky. And I'm Claire Manship. And, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Later. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.